Broadcasting over the Universal Wide Web. The flagship of the NWCZ Radio Empire. This is the Northwest Convergent Zone Show. Everybody, welcome to the Northwest Convergent Zone Show, Mother's Day edition. It's good to have you <laughs> along. We're all mothers here. Maybe not that kind. Oh, Voxy's a good mother. I'm a motherfucker. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> I'm Big D. I'm Voxy. I'm on one. And this is Riley Etheridge Jr. in the studio. CD, The Straight and Narrow Way, with down to my last $20, and um, that's why we have him in today, to help him out. Get that him, didn't sound straight or narrow. Get him down the, <laughs> gonna help get him down the road uh, with some with some dough in his pockets. Riley, what's up, brother? How you doing? Doing great, man. It's good to be here in person. It's good to have you here in person and, and finally meet you. We've talked on the phone a couple of times. You're usually across a, a over there on the East Coast, yep. um, but you're over here on the West Coast and you brought nice weather. I appreciate that. I'm happy to oblige. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Great new album, uh, getting good reviews, uh, great reviews actually. The Straight and Narrow Way, and um, it's on Rockridge Records. Uh, you can go to Riley's 
homepage, which is rockridgemusic.com. We'll have a link to that. Um, it's available on iTunes and uh, in mu- music stores. It's all over, man. Get yourself a copy of it. Big news is you just came off a great once in a lifetime. Well, it's now we can make it official, right? Twice in a lifetime. I guess that's I guess that's right. Yeah. Twice in a lifetime, uh, opening for the legendary Leon Russell. Yeah. How was, was that? I'm still catching up on my sleep, uh, <laughs> but other than that, it was amazing. It was really something. Uh, you know, we started with them in Ithaca, New York. And uh, to get to hear his band and his set, you know, for two weeks in a row was incredible. And then to get to see some of the small towns we played in, you know, like La Crosse, Wisconsin, I'd never been to before, where mm-hmm. I think the whole town came out to see Leon. And nice. they were great people and really loved the music and were receptive to our, our songs. It, was, it, was, it couldn't have been a better experience. Well, you uh, wowed him along the way, too. You got some great press. Uh, was it in Chicago? Yeah, um, Chicago sometimes did a really nice piece. Really nice piece about grateful. you, which is, I mean, that's hard to capture some of the spotlight from a, you know, a legend <laughs> like Leon. But apparently you, you did that. And something we've known all along. It's not no surprise to us. But it's nice to know that people are catching up um, to what you have going on. When you're, you know... Leon is obviously been around a long time. Did you get to spend any time chatting with him or uh, were you guys just, you know, ushered on, ushered off? Uh, yeah, we got to spend a lot of time with the guys in his band in the front of house. Leon stays to himself a lot. I think that's sure. how he protects his, his energy because he comes on and rocks really hard for 90 minutes straight every night. I don't know how he does it. Especially with like the health problems stuff he's no, had in the last few years. He's playing great. He's singing great. The Good. band rocks hard. So we got to spend a lot of time with, with Bo and, and Brandon and the guys in his band. I've been with him a long time. Um, and, and we're looking forward to now we, we've, we've bonded. We're looking forward to doing some more <laughs> dates in, in November. That's so how did that, um, so when it's over, you know, it's, it's this whirlwind of activity. I imagine, you know, you, you, all the energy pent up to get going, boom, you're in it. And then boom, it's over. You think, okay, time to head back to your real world or whatever. Yeah. And then when does the word come down or, or was it along the way? They said, hey, we really dig what you're doing. Come come with us later. Yeah, that was a good thing. We, we started talking about it while we were out on, we still had a few days left. So instead of saying goodbye and whenever, we were able to say, hey, see you in the fall and and that was a good that was a good cool. way to, to say goodbye. So are they are they still touring right now? Are they taking a break? No, or? they're going to do a lot over the summer. I think he's going out with Willie Nelson and uh, opening for him on some shows. Mm-hmm. And I think they're doing some shows with Hot Tuna. So they'll you know they're they're out they're busy. Yeah, they're they're taking a couple of weeks off now. The show we did in Lacrosse, Wisconsin, was both the last one for me and for Leon for a while. But uh, over the summer he'll be really active. And what are you going to do over the summer? What are you going to do in the in this in between time? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. I'm going to do a couple shows in New York and Philadelphia. Um, yeah, I love Rockwood Music Hall in New York City, and mm-hmm. we're going to do a show there on June 12th, and then the Ten Angel down in Philadelphia with another band, Grace and Tony, that's uh, on the label I'm on and really doing well now. So we've got those shows and a couple benefits. I'm looking forward to playing for some some private charity gigs that I always enjoy. And then uh, I'll hopefully get in the studio and start writing uh, in July and August. I don't know why I picked the hottest months of the year to go back <laughs> to, to New Orleans. Maybe because it's air yeah. conditioned in there. Yeah, to go back to New Orleans. I have to work on my scheduling some. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I hope to start working on record number five in July and August. That'll be great. All right, well, let's uh, let's go to another track. This is uh, We're going to let you do a live. Uh, we'll let you. We're being graced with an in-studio performance right here. This is Riley Etheridge, Jr.
This is Riley Etheridge Jr., and this song is called Roll Away the Stone. Girl from Morgan City, so innocent and pretty, rosary she was so well. Three days in heaven, bourbon and leather, and cigarettes and crawfish shell. When I get out alive, I'm gonna find my way home. Beg your forgiveness. Trouble really started My brother's wedding party She told me she would rock my world Then we started drinking I guess I wasn't thinking She seemed like such a lovely girl When I get out alive I'm gonna find my way home Beg your forgiveness the stone Well brother the trouble I stumbled into the wreckage the rubble I was drugged through she stole my heart mm -hmm, yeah yeah it's a miracle I survived but when I get out alive I'm going to find my way home Beg your forgiveness And roll away the stone Yeah, the motel door was open The rental car was stolen The note left on the bathroom shelf No use in saying sorry She thanked me for the party She hoped that I'd enjoyed myself When I get out alive find my way home beg your forgiveness and roll away the stone when I get out alive I'm gonna find my way home and beg your forgiveness and roll away the stone and roll away the stone yeah, that's my favorite song on the new album, The Straight and Narrow Way, Riley Etheridge Jr. Rocking it here in the NWCZ Radio Studios on the Northwest Convergence Zone show. Uh, what? Tell us what you're doing on the West Coast. We didn't even get to that. What What, what are you doing out here? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's here a, to see us. No. <laughs> He's like, no. no. No boxing. No. No. You know, I, I'm with my... my uh, favorite radio promotion friend Kevin Sutter and I have a couple of appointments that uh, we're going to have here in the Northwest and then the the big event for me this week is my son is graduating from college See, down that's in, awesome outside of Portland so I'm, I'm not going to miss that obviously nice. yeah that's great and it's great to have you up here um, like I said we've talked on the phone several times a couple of times and emailed back and forth and it's just a pleasure to meet you in person and I think that's that's a great how did your son end up over on the west coast there's yeah. like there's a lot of colleges between where you live and here no that's a good that's a good very <laughs> very valid point 
So I lived in the Bay Area uh, for about 10 years before I moved to New York seven years ago. And when uh, we were out here, my daughter, who's a couple years older than, mm-hmm. than he is, uh, ended up in University of Oregon. And so he got that whole Eugene... Okay, uh, and the vibe, the whole vibe, and when uh, he decided to go to college, he he looked mainly in this area. Yeah, uh, Eugene is a uh, is an area to its own. Yes, it is. She had a, um, she had a great time. <laughs> I'm sure she did. Uh, <laughs> and it's changed a little over the year. For those of you who don't know, on the West Coast, Eugene is like used to be it's like hippie, hippie haven. Yeah, you know, it was like Grateful Dead kind of awesome. hung out there a lot and. It's a freewheeling area, right? <laughs> it's changed a little bit, but they still have that vibe. Um, so you say you're uh, heading heading to New Orleans to work on a new album. Uh, what do you uh, how, now that this has been your your album that we have right now? The Straight and Narrow Way, Way has been out for a little while, um, and you listen to it, and you you know you've been playing the tunes and stuff. Still feel a connection to it. You still feel, uh, yeah, I do. Still, still feel it feels a part of you. Yeah, it does. It was really fun to do the songs as just a duo with Leon because you know when Leon asked us to go out with him, he only wanted a two piece, a solo or two piece. So right. I, I took Kenji Shinagawa on mandolin and guitar, and it was fun to do the songs in that stripped down type of fashion. So you know, now I'm thinking now about what approach I want to take on the new record. I mean, this record, as you and I talked about last time, was very spontaneous. Mm-hmm. I mean, we showed up in the studio with nothing written, and Wendell Tilly, uh, my producer, and Shane Terrio, guitarist, and I wrote a couple of songs together, and um, and it was very collaborative. And so I, I think I'm going to try that again. Uh, we'll see. It's not been my my normal mo, but <laughs> seemed to work. So so is that? Do you feel pressure when you go in like that? I mean, you obviously you have to have some ideas rattling around in your head. Right. And you feel the you where you feel okay. It's time to hit the studio. I've got something working, um, but at the same time, it's almost like a clean. You're walking in with a clean slate, yeah. and the clock's running, and you know you mm-hmm. have musicians there, and everybody's gearing to go. Do you ever do you feel pressure at some time? Absolutely. Doing that? I mean, I feel more pressure. And with this more spontaneous approach, sure. because when I have time to work out my ideas and get full fledged arrangements and you know, I think, you know, I'm a good enough critic of my own work to know when something is in a form to present to the band or not. Mm-hmm. But when you, when you walk in with nothing, there's a lot of pressure to, to not suck, <laughs> and, uh, particularly around people that I respect. You sure. Know, sure. Like yeah. That's, and that's the thing. You have people that you're paying or, you know, that are, right. that are there. And, um, so, well, I'm really looking forward to, um, uh, I'm a big fan, Riley. There's no doubt about it. Thanks, um, man. I, from the first album that I heard through this one, uh, it's just great stuff. You have a great um, knack for just the common man, you know, just uh, uh, tunes of the common man, um, something that we can all relate to. And um, it's just, uh, I, I, I think you're going places, my friend. I think, Thank you. I, I think you're really going to go. Um, not that you haven't already been there, <laughs> but it's going to get bigger for you. And uh, the fact that you spend time with us, I really, really appreciate it. Uh, go to rockridgemusic.com. That's uh, Riley Etheridge Jr.'s uh, webpage. We'll put a link to it up there. You can get his, uh, out, his CD there. You can download it. You can get it on Amazon, iTunes, all the great places. Um, it's probably even in your local record store. Go get yourself a physical copy. Um, if you're an audiophile like me, I love to hold them, read all the you know geeky uh, <laughs> liner notes and stuff. That's that's if you're into that, get yourself a physical copy. 
the video another time another place um which is highlighted on your web website do you yeah. enjoy doing videos no <laughs> no that's an easy question to answer. no uh, i don't enjoy watching myself on videos i don't enjoy making videos there's nothing about the process i enjoy i will say this that the the producer lloyd r norman in nashville who did this was as great of a guy as I could have worked with. It was, he, he, I think I was with him for a grand total of six hours and he did the editing and all that by himself. And, and he did, a, I think, a nice job. It's real simple. It's aesthetic. very nice, yeah. Um, so it's uh, not something I enjoy, but these days I think you have to have one. So sure. did you actually write just gobbledygook or were you writing actually, you know? No, no, I did ex whatever he told me to do. <laughs> and, and, and I wrote some of the song lyrics and, okay. and I, he, he, he directed the whole thing and, and the team he has of, uh, of, of, of camera guys, they were great. And so I, I will do one again. He's, he's made me a believer in the process and we're getting good reaction to it. So yeah, it's a very cool video. I know what you're saying though. I've been in some music videos. It's kind of tedious. It's weird. And then when you watch it back, you know, you're seeing things probably nobody else is seeing, you know, cause yeah. we're watching and it's just Riley and you're playing and you're, you know, you're writing a letter and it's really cool shot, very artsy and stuff, but it is awkward watching yourself. There's no doubt, but it is—it's a great video, and I Thank hope you'll you. do more. Thank so. you. I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm going to try. All right. Very good. So, uh, tell people who are listening when the second leg of the Leon Russell tour is, and and where they'll be. Yeah. So we're going to do that down south, and the dates that we're looking at so far are uh, the 17th, 18th, and 19th uh, through Tennessee, uh, Nash Nashville for two nights at City Winery, and Knoxville nice. uh, the night before that. And then uh, the shows I'll have before then are in June in New York City and Philadelphia. Look at you. Well, congratulations, Riley. And uh, have fun at your son's graduation. That'll Thank be a you. blast. And if you're ever this way again, you know, you're always uh, welcome here. You have a home. And uh, we're going to have fun, continue to watch your, uh, your career and all the great places it takes you. So thanks for stopping in. Everybody, Riley Ethridge Jr. And here's another song. Uh, this is the video we were talking about. It's Another Time, Another Place. We'll be back here on The Zone. This is Riley Etheridge Jr. And this is Another Time, Another Place. It's all we know. It's all we offer. It's what we have. It's what we make Face the risk Opt for comfort Regret the chance We didn't take But every now And then I fear We're close enough That I can say Sometimes I fear That we should go Our separate Ways. Love another time, another place Who we are still evolving What we want to be defined The answer to the riddle solving is the path we leave behind But every now And then I feel we're close enough that I can say 
Sometimes I fear that we should go our separate ways Love another time, another place Is this all there is? All that there can be is so hard to know what feel is to believe and so we cling to what we know and lull ourselves to sleep oh. Oh.
All right, there you go. That band is Colden. The name of that song is Self-Destruct, and they are in the studio with us today. I'm a sucker for this style of music. I've become a big fan. Uh, there's a band out there called uh, uh, Gorgo Bodello, and it's this nice mix that's going on these days with like this uh, um, sort of post-Soviet uh, East meets West feel. Uh, call it like gypsy punk or whatever, and I think you guys have a great thing going on. Welcome to the studio, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice to have you in. Uh, we have Andre, correct? Yes. And we have Max. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome to the big show. Andre, where are you from? I am originally. Uh, yeah, originally I'm from uh, Eastern Europe. That's uh, Moldova. It's former Soviet Republic. It's right on the edge between uh, Europe, let's say, and post-Soviet countries. And so when you were living there, were you involved in the music scene? Were you doing music and stuff? Uh, yes, I've been playing music since I was a child. I've been playing clarinet. And uh, after... Like when I went to college, around my 17 years old when I was, uh, I've been playing some music with some uh, students as well, and we <laughs> were playing some sort of metal. <laughs> <laughs> How did you find your way to, to Seattle? What, how, what was that story? What's that story? Uh, the story is actually pretty funny. I've been, uh, before I moved to Seattle, I lived in Colorado for about uh, four years. Then uh, suddenly I decided I needed a... Uh, to be in a bigger place, like uh, in a bigger city. Mm-hmm. That's why I chose Seattle. And the reason why was because um, I heard that Seattle was a big grunge town in the 90s. <laughs> <Little, laughs> yeah, yeah kind of, a <laughs> little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I realized that there is a lot of creativity in that particular part of the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dream was to have a, a band that's going to play something uh, that, that's going to be close to that you know, grunge or let's say mixed styles. And I knew that I are going to be able to find some people who are willing to put the energy towards something new. So when you were, uh, when you're growing up in Moldova, what, what kind of music was American or even British music was, was that getting to you? Were they playing on the the stations over there or how, how, who were you listening to growing up and, and, uh, or who was some, some bands that influenced you that maybe we don't even know about? Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know the th- funny thing about uh, Moldova and Moldavian music scene is that uh, you have uh, a lot of traditional music, obviously, like something close to Eastern European folk, uh, and then you have uh, influence from Western music, from uh, UK, United States, let's say like these huge bands, and then you have mix of. Uh, uh, post-Soviet or Russian rock bands. Mm-hmm. So I've been growing up and listening to kind of all of these kinds. And uh, some sort of uh, influence probably made me, uh, you know, look for something, uh, you know, in between, to find something in between all of those cultures that have been influenced. Yeah, I think that's yeah. amazing because I know here in the States, you know, I mean, we, a lot of times we think we're so well versed in the music scene um and actually we're quite limited you know i mean we have uh the u.s scene obviously we get inundated with some stuff from canada and the uk and we think oh we 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 have the market cornered but there's a whole other world out there that are just churning out uh tunes that are completely different and are well received and have huge audiences and so 
you're kind of fusing some of these and coming up with a, a unique sound. Max, how do you? Are you from right here? Uh, yeah, I'm from Seattle, born and raised, and um, I think uh, the main reason. So I met Andre actually through my brother, through some mutual friends, and my brother plays drums in the band, uh, and I've been playing music with him for a long time, and uh, I actually, I, I would consider myself a Russophile. Like, I studied Russian language in college, and uh, when I met Andre at a show one night, uh, we started speaking Russian together and everything, and I found out he played music, and so we jammed together and stuff, and I really, really liked his stuff, and I was like, yeah, let's let's play some music together. So then my brother joined along, and and uh, yeah, so I, I I've definitely been uh, influenced a lot by a lot of uh, world music as well. So grow so growing up here, and obviously you know, been out to shows, the scene, the local scene anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you? What's the reaction you're getting when you guys take the stage and you're churning out this this style of music because this is real this is not something we're used to here mm-hmm. and uh and you know the local crowd yeah uh you were you know there was the grunge scene the post grunge scene you know we have a metal so we have all these scenes but this is this is something that's quite different which is why it captured my attention i want to have you guys in mm-hmm. what, what are you what's the response you're getting um well i definitely think that uh a lot of uh you know there's I think there's a lot of appreciation for it, especially in the Northwest. You know, there's a lot of people who are really open-minded, you know, and uh, are into uh, multicultural type of uh, uh, studies or subjects or, or, you know, just all that. But, uh, you know, sometimes people are, can be a little bit, you know, they can, you know, say what's going on here <laughs> but, are you having trouble getting gigs are you having um, trouble lo- no, getting on to bills we're getting lots of gigs actually uh we have one coming up at el corazon uh when is that july 12th I believe. july 12th um we're playing actually one um uh on may 16th we're playing at the two-bit saloon actually 17th 17th yeah. may 17th saturday uh and um so we're not having trouble getting gigs. Uh, we we have a, actually an interesting uh, fan base. We have a lot of uh, Russian lesbian fans. So <laughs> I guess you can you can uh, and when they come, when they come to our shows, they are wild. They they really really really. So if you're a Russian lesbian, or if you like Russian lesbians and want to hang out with them, bam, there you go. <laughs> we you actually have go. you know. Uh, <laughs> Between Tacoma and, and Seattle and all in between, we actually have a large Russian community uh, or um, Eastern Bloc, I would say, community. Uh, do you actively promote yourself to them or are you just, you're like, we're just a rock band and we're just, we're open for everybody? Uh, yes, I definitely think we open for everybody. Um, uh, the last show that we played, we played actually at the Russian rock uh, party in uh, downtown uh, in Pioneer Square and I was surprised there were so many people who like uh, who like the who like the rock music and from uh, there was not just like Russian there were like Eastern Bloc people like you say mm-hmm. and uh, I find it uh, that this is w- what I what I'm thinking of about I think it should be open and accessible to everyone and we don't really try to focus on 
specific group of people i don't think uh, do they have a problem do they have a problem or is there a problem with you mixing uh, fusing some of the folk stuff with you know some of the modern uh you know rock riffs and and the drums and the lyrics do, do you ever get that from the traditionalist uh, actually, I don't think I had uh, to experience that yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since we never played in Moldova. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure if I would meet. Haven't some. sent your mom the disc or whatever, and she's like, "Listen, you." No. <laughs> yeah, when we played at this uh, Russian uh, rock show, uh, it was in Pioneer Square, and uh, the songs that we played were old classic Russian songs, but uh, more you know rock with a rock infusion because yeah. are you familiar with the band Gogol Bordello oh yeah mm -hmm. yeah I mean because I I've been a, a big fan of theirs from the beginning uh was lucky enough to log into them early on and I know I've seen interviews with them and and they've had you know fallouts on both sides where you know they've been really embraced by some communities and other ones shunned them because they feel like they've taken their you know their traditional music from their uh, their whatever their weddings or birthday parties and kind of turned them into this like you know free-for-all definitely um so i was just curious if you guys but you haven't had that yet uh, not really not not yet <laughs> your vocal style is very unique how did you find how did you uh discover your your vocal styles uh definitely i've been inspired by uh, classical music mm -hmm. like I, I would say classical singing yeah and uh which I really like and uh, follow these days, like opera, opera singing, uh, you know. Uh, and I think once I had to explore that style of singing, it just leads me, you know, into a different, into a different uh, realm or some sort. Because mm -hmm. uh, I feel like I can do more, and I and I want to use all of it, everything that I can. You know, sometimes <laughs> I, you need to be careful mm -hmm. with it because you know it's mm -hmm. a matter of time and skills. Sure. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, so Max, you said you studied Russian. Do you speak it? Yeah. Does that trip? So like if you're at the Russian fest and you guys are rocking out and then mm -hmm. you step off the stage and just start, uh, you know, conversing with you, does that kind of trip them out? Um, well, I haven't really conversed on stage, uh, so much in Russian, but, um, yeah, people are definitely surprised when I like, speak to them, you know, in the have crowd. you been over there? You go, um, yeah, well, I haven't been to, uh, Russia proper, but I've been to the former Soviet union. I went to Uzbekistan and Kyrgyzstan on some backpacking trips. And, uh, I went to the Caucasus mountains, Georgia and Armenia and, uh, yeah. Nice. So when do you, when do you guys hit the road? When are you, when are you doing the, uh, the, uh, the Soviet tour? <laughs> As, when we're going to be ready, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you guys are actually, um, you know, hitting, hitting this stride at a right time because I, 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 I believe people are open to this stuff. Um, everybody's looking for something new. Everybody's looking for, uh, I mean, for a while we had, you know, sort of the East Indian fused music that was mm -hmm. uh, kind of the Bollywood thing or whatever mm -hmm. that was actually capturing a lot of attention because it was something unique and different. And I'm, I'm actually hearing a lot more of what you guys are doing. 
And uh, so I'm hoping you guys can ride that wave and, and, you know, be on the forefront for the local scene for that because I think what you're doing is great. And I uh, just want to encourage you guys to keep going. Thanks. Give those dates again where people can come see you. This Saturday, you're where? This Saturday, we're playing at a two-bit saloon in Ballard. Two-bit saloon in, uh, in, yeah, in Ballard. That's a great spot. Mm -hmm. And then what was the other one? You're at El Corazon when? Uh, July 12th. July 12th. So mm -hmm. mark those down, folks, if you happen to be around. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to coming to one because you guys have a great sound. Is it a party when you guys are on stage? You guys having a lot of fun? Definitely. Yeah, yes. we have a lot of fun for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna, I gotta go find a, you know, like a hat, Russian hat. Or it just makes me, yeah. it just makes me want to, you know, cross my arms and like, you know. I'm gonna hold you to that. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta see this. So you can check, uh, you can check them out at uh, ReverbNation.com/colden. K-O-L-D-U-N. Actually, sorry, it's pronounced Coldoon. Coldoon. Yeah, sorry yeah. about uh, that. It's a, it actually, uh, it's Russian for sorcerer. Oh, mm -hmm. nice. Well, yeah. that explains. Yeah, the picture on your Facebook page. So, mm -hmm. Cold Dune. That's mm -hmm. that's how it's said. Okay, Cold see, Dune. I didn't take Russian. Yeah. So well, I, we were thinking we we were actually discussing how to how to spell it. At first, we were th saying maybe it could be Cal Dune, K A L D O O N. Mm -hmm. uh, but then we decided to go with the more traditional, which is going to be, you know, we thought maybe when people say it, they're like, how do you pronounce that? You know, have them raise more questions. If there was an E at the end, I would have known Cold Dune for sure. But <laughs> maybe we'll throw an E on there. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my account. Go with it, man. It's awesome. Cold Dune. You can just. Or an accent on top of the U. You know? there, you, <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's great stuff. And uh, congratulations, you guys. And we're looking forward to the stuff that you have coming out in the future. Everybody check them out. Cold Dune. We'll have their uh, Facebook page up on our uh, website. You can go over there and like them. Uh, and it, where can people get your music? They, I know they can hear it on Reverb. Can they download it there as well? Are you guys on iTunes or any of that stuff? Uh, not iTunes yet, but we have it on SoundCloud. Okay, great. And uh, we do have it a Bandcamp account. Excellent. All right, guys. Thank you very mm -hmm. much for coming in. Yeah, thank Cold you. Cold Dune is the name of the band. Here's another track, Just Like Me. We'll be back here on The Zone.
You can cry all you want, you can crawl, you can beg, but I'm gone. I told you I'm gone. And when you wake up tomorrow, no one is there. And you throw on some clothes and you blow dry your hair, but it's just a heart. All right, there you go. That is a song, Cold Front, by our good friend Kai Alfred Hillig. He has a brand new CD. Kind of. Not, no physical CD. but No physical CD, but it, uh, we'll call it a CD. A brand new it collection has, of songs. Yeah, it's 12 songs, so that's a, yeah. that's a, that's a full-on thing. I mean, this guy pumps out songs like nobody I know. I mean, every time I turn around, I'm getting a, a message that Kai's got a whole bunch of new songs out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kai Alfred Hillig's Real Snow is available on Kai Alfred Hillig uh, Bandcamp.com. It's a free download if you want. Um, a free download. Yeah, it's amazing. Kai, how a do you do that, snow. man? Just, Not yellow snow. Just mm-hmm. hand out songs <laughs> like that. Uh, I just find that it, it balances out for me, you know? Uh, I don't know. It, 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 I mean, I, I sell it on, on like iTunes and stuff, so people want the option to buy it if they can, but... Um, I just find that there's more opportunities that come that if, if more people have it, you know. Right. So sure. I, I'd rather have cool opportunities than have a couple hundred bucks, whatever. Screw it, you know. <laughs> and for those of you who haven't seen Kai, um, it's a real treat. I mean, he puts on a great show. Uh, you have a great voice, and uh, your songs, uh, kind of like Riley, you know, just a, just yeah. an everyman song. It's like Definitely. you can relate to them. So whatever it is you're doing, you're like reading our mind, and you're putting it out there, and we're kind of hearing our own life uh, through your tunes. Um, tell us a little bit about the this collection of songs, Real Snow. Where did they? How did you come up there? Where did they come from? Um, like I said, you just seem to churn out songs. Do you have a whole bunch of them there and you collect them together and go, okay, well, this is going to be an album and then I'll put these out later. How's it working for you? Kind of. Uh, well, when we got into working on this one, um, I, uh, we, we started recording and we had a bunch. We had a bunch of songs, you know, like I, like I always do. I, we had like, I don't know, 70, 75, something like that. Right. And, wow. uh, and we, we were planning on, you know, just ditching a, a, most of them and cutting it down to 11 or 12 or whatever. And in the process of um, of doing it, we actually ended up we're we're we ended up kind of recording two records accidentally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the the this one is the kind of the first half, and we're gonna finish up the second half and put it out in like fall. And does it have a name? The yet? accidental album. I, I have a working title, but I'm I'm not ready. You're not gonna write yeah, about it yet. Yeah, because Yellow Snow's taken. <laughs> Yellow you know. Snow's taken. Yeah, yeah. It's Frank Zappa put that one out. Yeah, God bless him. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had to do it. it I wasn't gonna. So. <laughs> uh, and is this more of? Uh, so, I mean, real snow to me evokes like winter, kind of winter feeling, kind of uh, uh, you know, a little bit of quiet time in the world. Um, so, w- where were you at in your place when you were writing these songs? And is that is that Am I right in that, or is that just uh, a, a title that kind of stuck? Uh, a lot of it started appearing um, pretty organically. I didn't. I don't. I mean, I don't think about that stuff a lot of times um, when I'm writing. You know, I just was like, oh, there's some patterns here, or whatever, and and it just kind of it hopped out of one of the lines, one of the songs. I thought, oh, that's kind of sums it up. Um, you know, as far as you know, my life, I was um, going through a divorce 
when I was writing these. And so, I was wondering what was going on. Yeah, and so I thought there's yeah. some dark matter. Yeah, it was a little angrier than I wanted than I wanted stuff to come out. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of part of you know change. You know, maybe the next one will be the Happy Happy Sunshine album. I'd like that. <laughs> Real sunshine. Yeah, yeah, I'd be all right with that. <laughs> you know, whatever whatever's reflective of of uh, of a real life experience. You know, <laughs> so now with uh, you know with writing so much music and then. Um, you, you like we were talking before we went on the air you've been playing some interesting type shows that are yeah you, you kind of have felt been a little bit out of your comfort zone yeah but you're stay you stay busy you're a busy busy man how, how do you how do you juggle you know work versus coming in here for like an interview and then yeah. songwriting time and then you know going out and and then also couple that because i've been through divorce it's sure it's brutal i don't care even how even if it's a really nice one it's still tough. It's an adjustment. Yeah, it affects everything you're doing. Yeah, it's it's pretty ugly too. Um, I you know it, I don't know. You just kind of put one foot in front of the other. I, this stuff just all means a lot to me. You know, mm-hmm. I can't help it. You know, in a certain way, you have to do it. I have to do it. I'm um, you know I'm not trying to make it sound like more than what it is, but um, you know I I feel somewhat um, possessed. <laughs> in a way you know like it owns me really i mean mm-hmm. doing all this stuff it owns me i don't have any control you know there's been times where i've tried to bow out and not do it anymore and it's just like no matter because like right now i don't want to make another record i don't want to do it really <laughs> no it's a lot of work it is it, and i it, it sucks up all my free time i'm tired constantly you mm-hmm. know like and and um i don't i don't particularly want to do it but if i don't do it i won't it won't it won't leave me alone you, know you still I mean? won't sleep. You still won't have. Yeah, you know. I won't. I want to. You know, I'm, I'm hoping to get all this stuff done and out and fall and and then just go to bed. Purge it. Purge it. <laughs> yeah, go to, go to sleep for a couple years. Hunker down for yeah, like go into hibernation for a while if I'm lucky. Now, do you enjoy the live? You enjoy playing live yeah. uh, more than working on records? Well. Yeah, then, you know, does that does that satisfy that beast, that kind of hunger if you get out there and you play or is it you because you, you said you feel like it owns you, you yeah. kind of feel haunted by these songs, you got to get them out there even though you don't necessarily yeah. enjoy it, but do you enjoy the the live stuff? Yeah, I, I do. I like I like playing for people, you know. Mm-hmm. I um it's really I'm it's really it's one of the, another one of those things where if I don't do it for a period of time because I'll I'll I don't I don't ever book any of my own shows. Like I, the, I only booked one show that I've done on my own and that was the first one. And then everything else has been stuff people have asked me to do. Um, I, I'm not any good at that part of things. So, but, <laughs> but I noticed cause I, if I don't do it for a while, if it's, if it's a couple, you know, like, I don't know, I don't tend to go more than a month between shows ever. But, um, if, if I go too long, I get itchy, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. I, I start wanting to like, I'll start going out and playing open mics and stuff like that. Oh, you find mm-hmm. yourself just wandering into the scene. I just want to play for people. I mean, there's, there's, I don't, I won't tell anyone or anything. I don't mm-hmm. announce it. I'll just go off somewhere and, and, and play and, and just, you know, it, cause I just enjoy that interaction so much. Do, do you have something coming up? Uh, like shows? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaving on tour next week. I'm going to be gone for like two and a half weeks or something. Where are you going? Um, just a West coast thing. I'm, I'm, we're going, um, we have Seattle, Tacoma down into Oregon. We're doing Portland and Eugene and then down into California for a couple dates. And then over into Nevada and up into Idaho and back around. Wow. That's, that's Fun. a, that's a good trip right there. Yeah. It should be all right. So did you book any of those? No. 
<laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was actually, there's part of me that was hoping it wouldn't work out. <laughs> silly. Why? Why is that? Because um, it, it just... It's uh, a lot do you of feel work. pressure from that? <laughs> do you feel pressure in that? Mm, no, not really. I, I just, it's, it's, I like being at home, you know? Yeah. I, I like being at home and writing You taking a band with you or you just you solo? It's just me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going with a couple fellas. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going with uh, Daniel G. Harmon, a uh, Seattle, nice. Seattle yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, uh, Pete Jordan from Cloud Persons doing half the dates with me. So, so you, you said you didn't book it. No. And those ones obviously didn't come to you from out of state. So how did that all come to be? Uh, that was the work of uh, Brian from the uh, uh, from his his organization. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Brian's good. So you know, um, he he asked if, if if I'd be interested in doing it, and I said yeah. So so all right, yeah. <laughs> Caught you in really the right did. moment, right? <laughs> I just thought you know they you know he's he's just good at talking to folks. You know, not I, really, but yeah. <laughs> I I, I'm, I don't have that that ability. You know, if I that's one of the reasons why I don't book my own shows mm-hmm. is because I, I go hey how about I play a show for you and they're just like you don't have any you don't know how to sell this to us at all do you um so, so i just don't have that ability i, I don't i'm not good at at, at uh flowering shit you know I'm, I'm just not and so um pick me pick me yeah i just I, I don't do i just go i'll play music if you want me to you know um but uh so yeah so he he set that up and i just i thought you know um that a lot of i mean i get emails from people around the United States or the world or whatever you sure. know, that dig dig the music or whatever but i just didn't think that um him asking around, I thought people would be like, nah, we're good. We don't know who this person is. You know, right. I, they don't know me from anyone, I think, you know, but somehow it's come together. So, well, it's so, that, so it's also the accidental tour. It is. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> also because you're, you're damn good, man. I mean, uh, you know, you have great songs, you have a great sound, you have a, you have a, 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 an amazing voice and you put that together in a package and people want to hear it. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, no, I, they do. Yeah, they do. Um, I, I hear where you're coming from. But at the same time, there are there are those out there, and uh, us here included, really enjoy your craft, really enjoy what you're doing. Well, that's cool. And, I'm, I'm glad people are listening. You know. Oh, I'm they happy are. For that. Yeah, and people can go to kaialfredhillig.bandcamp.com. Uh, we'll have that a link on our website, and you can download this uh, Real Snow um, CD collection. However, twelve tracks uh, album. It's an album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Rip it to your own vinyl. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? We yeah. need that. I mean, well, I was actually going to put this out on vinyl, um, but it was like, it's too long. Yeah. Was, was, double album? Yeah, and I was like, I'm not going to spring for a double, you know? Yeah, no doubt. This seemed like too much. Well, uh, best of luck on the tour, man. And uh, I'm looking forward to the uh, the second collection that you have coming out, uh, kind of the back end of this. This can be a lot different. <laughs> is it? Yeah. In what way? Um, well, this one is, um, you know, we went, we decided to kind of step out like with the electronic stuff a bit, mm-hmm. um, which I knew would kind of upset a pocket of people or people would be at least a little bit put off by it. But really? Cause I, I thought it was, I thought it was a great step. Well, hopefully. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, people always look at songwriters as being like this acoustic guitar right. singing kind of this troubadour idea right and that's fine you know but talk about I, the folk nazis that coming down on you a little bit well i just don't i i don't like i don't like the whole americana um shtick really the box yeah it doesn't i don't it's uncomfortable and 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 you know yet i don't want to sing about box cars and whiskey and whatever i just <laughs> i don't want to do it you know it right. doesn't, that doesn't reflect my re- my reality i don't live in the 20s in the dust bowl you know what i mean sure so um i, I just i don't want to be viewed that way so I, I think some of it's kind of trying to shed that that idea a bit um but that said <laughs> the second half of this is very much just like organic 
and like just real stripped down. So nice. Well, we're going to go out with a song called bells of doom. What can you tell us about that? Um, it was, it was the, probably the hardest I've worked on a song in a long time. Uh, I, I, uh, the lyrics, I had the tune for a while, but the lyrics were driving me mental. I worked on it for like three months and I never do that. Um, so it's this, this is the best I could do. <laughs> it's a great song, everybody. Real Snow is the name of the album. And like I said, uh, you can go download it for free or if you choose, and that would be very nice of you, head over to iTunes and, uh, and pay for it. Kai Alfred Hillig, thanks for coming in, my friend. Thank you. It's always me. good to see you. Uh, good luck on the tour. If Thank you're you. out there in Portland, down the coast, wherever, check his Facebook page. He'll tell you where he's going to be. Here it is, Bells of Doom. We'll be back. When the day 